Let me just tie, if you weren't here last week, we want to tidy up on a couple of communication things going into this 40 days leading up to Easter. And one of them is our chairs and squares. And so if you're a regular person, just we want you to turn on right now, if now, if now, if now. If you're a guest, shut off just for a minute while I talk about our chairs and squares. Um, we are in the process of finishing off our auditorium. And so last week I threw this up there and, and I showed, we gave you this brown piece of paper. If you're a regular, pull that out of your communicator and just take a look at it. And what we're doing is we are, are collecting pledges. And, and people are saying, I want to invest long-term in the church. Um, I want to I leave a legacy for the next 20, 30 years as far as getting us some new chairs. And we talked about what if you, 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 for somebody that you, 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 you know needs Jesus. Maybe a friend, a family, a literal neighbor in your life. What if you reached out and said, I, by faith, I want to do this for that other person. And so I want to encourage you guys, you guys, if people need Jesus, and this is just one small way to say, you know what, we want to, we want to have everybody that comes in here feel welcomed. Uh, we want them to have great seating. And we want it to be safe. So if you could take a look at this, read it through. I'm asking that you do nothing more, nothing less than what the Spirit of God is calling you to do, okay? And so we talk about the chairs, it's obvious, but then the squares are carpet squares, squares, squares. We have to pick out the color still, but you'll get an idea of what we're talking about, okay? So that's our squares and chairs, and if you're ready, you can just put your name and information on there and put it in the offering box back or throw it in the offering plate next week. And let's just see what God's going to do as we say, God, let's just finish this space. So we've got it painted, it's looking great. But let's just finish it off. 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 Okay. So that's that. And the second thing before I jump into the sermon series today, there's a flyer that looks like this in your communicator. If you could pull that out and let's just go through it together. So if you haven't jumped into these 40 days, I think you're you're ming out. Um, Just so you know, like, I heard a story of an 11-year-old, 11 or 12-year-old that's doing this, and they already reached out, they already wrote in their three people, they already took them out for ice cream, and I was thinking, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids are doing this in our church, let's let 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 let
participate as a church body, okay? Let's jump into this. So if you really want to follow Jesus' heart to be radically transformed, really this, you know, actually, let me back up one little bit. You know why we do this? Going into, to, re to really repair our hearts leading up to experiencing the resurrection of Jesus on Easter Sunday. And so really, there's some, there's a little part of our heart that opens up a little bit through this season. There's, there's a, something that happens to us leading up to Christmas, and there's something that happens to our hearts leading up to Easter that opens our hearts up. And so I want to encourage you to jump in. What if at, we all did this together? Together, 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 okay? So with that in mind, uh, the first thing that we're, that's on this list is the big personal ask. So we're saying, God, God, we ask every day for one thing. We're, we're just going to ask once. We're not going to like just take every single day, say, God, this is something that, thing that needs, something that's, that's bubbling up in my soul and heart. And I, God, if you would break through in this area in my life or somebody around me, that would be amazing. So we're saying, what is the one person one thing 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 for you that you'd like to ask God for during this season the second thing is give something up for the next 40 days that would be considered fasting like Haley Haley's little joke um but we're not asking 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 a lot of times we think of it as food or sweets or something like that what if for 40 days you gave up your judgment you know what that that would transform you wouldn't it now maybe you want to do the food food that thing but what if you gave up an attitude issue and said, by God's grace, I'm going to give this up and I'm going to make, 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 I'm Okay, so 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 give something up for the next 40 days. Number three, identify and pray for your three. John, what are my three? Three people that you you might not know where they're at spiritually, but your heart is for them. And so you want to start praying for three people, maybe a coworker, a barista at Starbucks, uh, maybe a literal neighbor, etc. So, so I try three people and then start praying for them by name each day. Number four, we'll get to in the future. And number five, spend some time out each day, which we already talked about in the announcements. And that would be texting 40 days to our phone number and... Um, and jumping in, you'll get a text prompt every day. Um, over, 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 over the next 40 days. Some of you guys have been already getting notes, okay? So that's what we're doing as a church, and I want to encourage you to, to jump in. You'll be better for it, and God will do something unique during these this season. 
with your heart. Okay, so we're starting this new series, but before I do that, I just want to highlight one thing. Um, as we've been reminding our space here, uh, there's one guy that has gone really above and beyond. His name's Don Cartwright, and uh, Don helped finish this. Yeah, give him a hand. Like many weekends, and he was and his wife let me borrow him, and we 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 we did this this border on the on the auditorium stage here, and I just want to say thanks, Don. So I bought you this tool as just a thank you. So I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Okay, so this series, as we dive in, I want to frame it for you. Did you know that 2,000 years ago, Jesus came, and when he came, he changed society? And today, there's all these things that are changed because of Jesus coming that we just think are part of modern-day society. But they are rooted in Jesus. And the very beginnings, it's almost like when Jesus came, he changed this world in so many ways. And we're just going to discover those ways over this period leading up to Easter. And so this is the first of those. And today's a difficult one. Today's not simple by any means. And today we're going to talk about loving the other we're going to talk about forgiveness we're going to talk about seeing the other person across 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 the aisle we're going to look at enemy love today and this is a unique Jesus thing that the rest of the world actually sometimes they look at the Christian 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 communion they're just puzzled by okay so this is uniquely Jesus and so let me start off with the little story there was a woman named Claire she was bitten by a rabid dog it looked like she was gonna die from rabies so the doctor told her to set all of her her life affairs in order. Make sure you take care, care of all these things. And so she's in the doctor's office. She starts to write and she's writing and she's writing and she's writing and the doctor's taking no, 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 and writing in his charts. And finally he says, you're sure you're surely you're writing such a long will 
that's, that's, you're, you're writing a lot, this will is, you're making a long will, and she, she blurted out, will nothing, I'm making a list of all the people I'm gonna bite. <laughs> okay, if you, okay, does that make sense? <laughs> okay. Well, do you know that, that's not a real story, but it's, it's a great story, um, and it's a story because we're not naturally wired to forgive. We're not naturally wired to see the seed, 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 person, the other person, are we? It doesn't come naturally to us. In Bath, England, they've discovered these hot springs during the 1980s. Um, that formed this spa and Roman worship center from 2,000 years ago. And so they've uncovered scores of prayers um, that have been excavated by ancient since Jesus' time. And they offer these prayers to the Gesology gods, and they're called to this day, they labeled them curse tablets. Curse tablets because the most common kind of prayer that was written on these tablets was was curses. So people would wanna uh 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 they would give the name of someone that they that hurt them and they would um ask that that person they would name that person and how they would want the gods to hurt that person. So he, let me give you two examples. One is um, by a guy named Dimetius. He lost his gloves, okay? And he asked the person that stole his gloves, he said, that they would not only lose their mind, but also lose their eyes. You know, no matter how much you love your gloves, that's just a little bit harsh, isn't it? Make it a little over the top for your gloves. So here's another example, 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 example of a cursed tablet. This is a quote. I invoke you, holy gods, tie up, block, strike, strike, go harm, destroy, kill, and shatter your churros, the chariot, and all of his horses tomorrow in the arena. Let the starting gates not open properly. Let him not compete quick, compete quickly. Let him not 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 make the turn properly. Let him not come from behind and pass, but instead let him collapse. Let him be bound, let him be broken, and let him be dragged behind. So that's an ex 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 an example of a curse tablet. Now, just for a moment, if you could imagine the op op of a curse tablet. 
Let's think of it as a bless your enemy's tablet. Okay, just think about that. And maybe it would sound like, sound like your churros hurt me badly. Lord, would you deliver me my prison of hatred and resentment of Futuros? Would you help Futuros find genuine repentance? And would you help me stretch out my life toward, 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 so guess how many bless me tablets were found in Bath, England when they found this discovery? Zero. Not a single one. Okay? People didn't pray prayers like that to Zeus or Bacchus. Fierce loyalty to your friends and fierce opposition to your enemies was considered noble. Fierce love for your friends and fierce fierce hatred of the other that was considered noble 2000 years ago that was the 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 greco-roman culture in which jesus entered into the gods were there to help you get what you want and if you got hurt you wanted to get even so, I need two volunteers. Um, I already asked Larry and my, my wife, hey, come on up here. Um, and then I'm just going to have you just hold that stuff in your hand. Okay. Larry, over here, I'll have you sit in this chair. They're just going to help me. Me, 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 Frame this for everyone. And Larry, you can hold those. Keep them in order. So, let me show you a text here. Jesus was quoting conventional wisdom when he said this. So you've heard it said. You've heard it said, love your neighbor. Here's your neighbor. Love your neighbor. And hate your enemy. This is the conventional wisdom of Jesus' day. Okay? Um, so we've heard it said this. Now, of course they heard they, that this is all over the place. This is what we call conventional wisdom of Jesus' day. You've heard it said, love those that are close to you and hate your enemy. Okay? Ancient literature professor David Constance said, forgiveness as we know it did not exist in the ancient ancient Greece and Rome. It was not there, 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 there. People had various means to appease and reestablish relationships, but those were dictated not by sin, atonement, and grace, but they were dictated by honor, shame, and status. Okay? If we wanted to reconcile with our neighbors, it wasn't because we wanted to offer grace. It was because, it's kind of like, um, this is a rough analogy, but it's kind of like I grew up with a dog.
and her name was Star. She was a beagle, and she had the star, a white star on her back. That's why we named her Star. And this beagle was a great dog. My dad loved her, but she chewed wood furniture. Okay? Uh, uh, and when she chewed wood furniture, like, she would, like, chew it all, all the way off. It was, like, horrible-looking furniture. And so my dad would come home from work, and he would see Star that chewed on the leg of this table, and he would just be like, Argh! he'd be so mad. And you know what Star would do? She could tell that my dad was mad. So she would put her head down, and she would go into her kennel, and she would, 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 she literally put one paw over her nose. Okay. Now, our beagle starred that not because she was remorseful and repenting. She did it for damage control. Okay? She did it until my father's anger was relieved. She wasn't repenting. She was simply doing pain management. And this is the way the ancient world dealt with 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 problems around. It was pain management. Okay? Pain management. And Jesus came in and completely shifted everything. Ancient conventional wisdom 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 said help your friends and hate your enemies. But Jesus said this but I say to you, love your, your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he, for he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. Anger, hurt, bitterness, resentment, int, 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 it's a huge force in life, isn't it? It's a huge force in life. And we all face them. Now Jesus goes on and here's what he says. If you love only those who love, 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 who what reward will you get? Are not even tax collectors doing that? And if you only greet your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? So here Jesus speaks of greeting someone. One, the smallest of acts that we could possibly do, right? Just that essence of, like, hi, how are you? A greeting. smallest of behaviors and when when you greet someone one 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 you're acknowledging their existence you're acknowledging them you're welcoming them into your world and so today it normally sounds like what it sounds like hi with with the smile it, it looks like hey normally with a smile right well in Jesus's day the greeting was peace with you 
And Jesus teaches that we are to greet, pray, wish for, hope for this word called shalom. Peace be with you. God's wholeness and peace. And Jesus is saying this in the kind of 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 kind God's peace and wholeness, even to your enemy. What? Are you sure? Yeah. Like I said, this is not simple stuff. Following Jesus is difficult stuff. God's wholeness and peace is for our enemy. Even how you greet people. Jesus is saying, watch how you greet people. Greet your enemies with love and respect and the very peace of gov 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 his forgiveness and enemy love are distinctly Christ 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 Christian contributions to the human race. Uh, Harry Arnott, a political philosopher, said that the spur of the role of forgiveness in the realm of human affairs was Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. So one day, Jesus drops this big bomb. He drops a big bomb, and it's early in his ministry. Things, 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 are going really well in Israel. And he's surrounded by such a large crowd that to teach them, he gets into a boat and he project his voice and the large crowd can hear him teach and so jesus is out his boat so all can hear and that evening he says to the disciples let's go over to the other side now the bomb is the other side the other side of the 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 and that's the bomb so let's go to the next one each okay there you go the bomb is Because our side is safe. But Jesus says, let's go, let's go to the other side. Let's go over there. Jesus is not talking about geography. Not just geography here. 
The other, the other side of the lake was the region of Decapolis, and this is the, the place where en- Israel's enemies lived. The Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, enemy territory. Do you know what was used in on the other side? Pigs were raised there, and pigs were used for worship. Okay, can you imagine? Like, why why would we go to the other side, Jesus? The most vile of all animals, they they raised them over there on the other side. The Jews regarded the other side as the place where Satan lived. It was dark, evil, oppressive. Where nobody nobody would go to the other side 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 especially no rabbi no rabbi's gonna go over to the other side they're not gonna do it Decapolis was also the center of Roman power in Jesus' time. It 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 housed a legion of six thousand troops, soldiers. And the symbol of the Roman legion was what? A boar's head. What's Jesus do, doing? Going over to the other? I thought the kingdom was for us. Jesus, are you sure, sure to go to the other side? What are you talking about? Mark 5.1. They came to the other side of the sea and 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 to this count to the country of the Gerasenes. When landed large crowds that the disciples were used to on their side were absent. And the only person giving them a reception was a single, deranged, tormented, tomb-dwelling, self-mutilating demoniac. So disruptive that he had been thrown out of his own community. So this is the only guy that's there to welcome Jesus. And so... He fell on his knees before Jesus. What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? Don't torture me. And Jesus asked this evil spirit, what's your name? And the response was, Legion, for we are many. So as you might already know, that legion is a loaded word here. It's a loaded word. The legion was... um, there was not only a legion of soldiers there, but there's the, we are many. So this is the this is the spot 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 spot
where, there, where our enemy is located, it symbolizes everything that we would stand against as God's people thousand years ago. So there's this legion of enemy soldiers, and this is where they lived. And it's that word, word reminder that there's danger all around. Spirits asked to be sent into pigs in this story, um, which actually then rushed over the side of this cliff, and we're just 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 destroyed. Now, any Israelite would be thinking in this context, they'd be thinking, oh yeah, I remember that story that's in the book of Maccabees. Where the Romans tried to force the Jews to eat pigs, to eat the flesh of pigs. And at moment, they resisted, and they were all slaughtered. Okay, so if you were a Jewish person 2,000 years ago, and Jesus says, we're going over to the other side. In the back of your head, when you saw those pigs and you heard this story, that's what you'd be thinking. Are you kidding? 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 Are you so the pig is the symbol of Roman power of the legion. And guess what Jesus does with the legion in the demoniac? He casts it out. Now the people's response when Jesus is over on the other side is really interesting. You know, he says, the, the people's response, so those tending and caring for the pigs, they go to the town, they tell the people, they come back and insist man that was crazy in his right mind, speaking normally, speaking, 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 they're viewing him as the other. And this guy named Jesus has power. And as the other that has power, what if he does something to hurt us? And the funny thing is Jesus says, okay, and he and the disciples leave. They were afraid because he had power, but he wasn't one of them. He's from the wrong side. He might, 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 might,
the man who has been demon-possessed begs to go with Jesus and the disciples. You can look at Mark 5, 19. Jesus just tells them, no, go, go, go back and share your story. Go back, share your story. Now, so that's the end of that story, but it does, it's not the full ending, and, and I'll bring it full circle, okay? So now Jesus returns to Decapolis a, a short time later. And this time, the crowd is there to welcome him. And so let's look at what happens in Mark 6666666666666666666665. They ran throughout so jeep 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 Jesus goes back to the capitalist. He goes back to the other side. And guess what? Here's what happens. They ran throughout that whole region and, and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went into, whenever he went into villages or towns or the countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak. And all who touched it were healed. The first time Jesus, 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 Jesus went to the other side, nobody was there except a deranged, except for one deranged man. The second time he came to the other side, it was one of the most dramatic responses to Jesus in all of the New Testament. In all of the New Testament. The other, on the other side, was praising Jesus. The other was stepping into faith of Jesus. They had heard that Jesus cared about somebody on their side. Love of enemies is perhaps Jesus' teaching that is that is that is that is that is that is that is, that is most famous and it's also the most violated by his church. He's known for it and yet the church has the hardest time with this one. We human beings are side takers, aren't we? We're side takers. We all tend to divide the human race and let's go to the next one. Us and them. It's us and them. Right? Everywhere you go. You know, America is so divided into us and them right now. Everything's us and them. Us and them. Two of the most powerful words in the human race are us. If somebody's in my group, I tend to magnify their good, by 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 their good qualities and overlook their bad. And if somebody is in the other side, them, I look for the bad and overlook the good. Do you notice that? I do that. Um, 
the classic case study by research psychologists that divided boys into two different groups, okay? And they divided them into two groups and said, they took one boy each and said, from each of those groups, and said, we want you to divide the money and give it equally to one person in your group and one person in the other group. And so the boys, got this money, and when they were already divided into two groups, they would, and they were, let's say that they're part of the us group, they would give this boy like double and triple the amount of money that they would give to the other. Now that only ha happened because they were s grouped into two different groups. Um, when they put all the kids together and said give two boys money, they would divide it up evenly when they were all one group. 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 Simply by dividing them into two groups, and even though they didn't know each other's names, the group that you got put into, this boy would give this person double, triple the money. Just bus, 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 Two most powerful words in the English language, us, them, us, them. Now Jesus is to have regarded himself as a person for all, all, all sides. But his followers collapsed back into us and them all the time. Um, and that happened 2,000 years ago, but to be honest, it also happens today. It happens today a lot. So let me just read you another story. There's a man who was walking along a bridge when he saw a woman standing by herself. Obviously feeling alone, he ran up to tell her that God 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 she was, she was starting to weep, and then he asked her, are you a person of faith? And she said, I am a Christian. And he said, I am too. Small, small world. Are you Protestant or Catholic? And she said, Protestant. He said, me too. What denomination? Baptist. I am too. Are you Northern Baptist or Southern Baptist? She said, North, 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 Baptist. He said, me too, Northern Conservative Baptist or Northern Liberal Baptist. She said, Northern Conservative Baptist. That's amazing. I am too, Northern Conservative Fundamentalist Baptist or Northern Conservative Fundamental or Reform Baptist. She said, I'm Northern Conservative Fundamentalist Baptist. Remarkable. We're the same. Me too. Us. Us. Northern Conservative Fundamentalist Baptist Great Lakes Region or 
Conservative Fundamentalist Baptist Eastern Region. She said, Northern Conservative Fundamentalist Baptist Great Lakes Region. He's thinking, a miracle! Northern Conservative Fundamentals Baptist Great Lakes Region Council of 1879 or Northern Conservative Fundamentals Baptist Great Lakes, Great Lakes Region Council of 1912. And she said, Northern Conservative Fundamentals Baptist Great Lakes Region Council of 1912. And he shouted, Good I heretic! And he pushed her over the side of the bridge. Now, that's a good story. I just want you to know. Tendency that the church has pass, 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 today. Us and them. Divide, divide, divide as much as we can. That tendency to exclude, which religious leaders in Jesus' day often regarded as great virtue, regarded by Jesus as great sin. And this oft surprised the disciples. So one day Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem and he wanted to stop by a Samaritan village. And they made it known that Jesus wasn't welcome in the Samaritan village at this time. And we don't know the details, but this is in Luke 9, 45. And it says, Lord, so Jesus wanted to go to Samaritan Village. Samaritan Village said no. And here's the disciples. Oops, let's, let's, go, let's go back. Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven and destroy them? This is what the disciples that have been with Jesus for a long time think. The disciples are thinking it's us versus them. Us versus them. They thought Jesus would be pleased by this offer. We're going to take a stand. We're going to be on Jesus' side. Jesus' followers sometimes think like this. Jesus turned and he scolded his disciples. He was protecting the Samaritans and rebuking his followers, which I think is so crazy. What an odd, odd little story. The fact that in the New Testament, the New Testament filled with these little Samaritan stories. Stories, 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 Okay? They are the other in every way. 
just like the people on the 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 other side of the lake are the other they are also the other Jesus befriended a five-time married Samaritan woman. What happens in the end? She becomes a great evangelist in her town. Jesus healed ten lepers. Only the Samaritan returned to thank him. He told a story about an Israelite, a priest, a Levite, and a Samaritan. And guess who the hero is? The Samaritan. Jesus treats people on the other side like they are people on our side. This is called enemy love. And the world's dying for this, guys. The world is dying for this. Genghis Khan asked, he said, somebody asked him, what's best in life? You know, his response was, to crush your enemies. To crush your enemies. The alternative idea came from from bullies. What's best in life? To love your enemies. To win over your enemies. To see them reconciled to 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 What a different way to live. So in 1993, Mary's son was killed in an argument at a party by a guy named O'Shea. This is a true story. Um, after her son died, there was bitterness and anger, resentment ate her up. She was miserable year, year after year. She couldn't, she didn't know what to do, so she went to her church. The church didn't help because a pastor said, well, if you had prayed more, 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 your son wouldn't have died, which was not very, going to pastoral care ministry, that's not a good. Way to do it, right? Um. And then the rest of the church said, 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 just move on, Mary. You got to move on. Well, she did move on. She left the church, but she could not escape her pain. And she found herself in all these different churches over time and trying to figure out, what do I do? One day she was reading her Bible, and she read Jesus saying, love your enemy. Love your enemy. Woman that was killed. Her soul was soul was soul was killed by this young man that was in now in prison. 
her only son was murdered by this guy in prison 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 and she reads this and part of this internal thing is stir and she realizes i can't I, I, what do I do? So actually she called the prison and said, I would like to meet with this guy named O'Shea that killed my son. And uh, ever s- you know, O'Shea said, sorry, I won't meet with you. She tried for nine months. Finally, O'Shea said, I would like to meet with you. She went into this meeting after waiting nine months. So this is like almost 13 years after her son was killed by this guy. And she said, I just have one thought going into this meeting. I have one thought. And my one thought is I'm gonna stun a 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 stun at the end of that first review, O'Shea, this guy that killed her son, said, would you be okay with me giving you a hug? And she's the, 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 she's and then she she remembered Jesus, 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 love your enemy. And she said, okay. And O'Shea stood up and went to hug her. And when his arms went around her, the floodgates opened. She wept like never before. And O'Shea is sitting here here saying, oh my gosh, I killed her son and, and I'm hugging her, and he was thinking this is the scariest moment of my life that I've been in, I've been in 13 years. She's hugging him, and from that moment, they started to bond. And he and he and he and he and he, and he they you now just so you know this isn't like a one-time thing. So she went back and she would sit with him for hours at a time. And guess what? She had to be willing to hear his side of the story because it was a fight at this party, and it ultimately was an accident in his brain. to realize and be willing to see what happened, right? So she had to be willing to see that, 
and he had to stand up in 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 realize what he had robbed her of and time went on you could say that Jesus made a friend out of an enemy now O'Shea was let out of prison in 2009 Guess what Mary did? He had a welcome out-of-jail party set up for O'Shea. And the end of the story, he didn't know where to live. It's hard for convicts to get out. She raised money to help get him into his first apartment and she invited him to live in the very apartment she lived in. The murder of her son. Today, they live a door jam away from each other. Because that is the power of Jesus. And it's up to the church to live differently. It's up to I, We get to make those choices. We get to be people that say yes to following Jesus even when it's really, really hard. Sometimes we speak of forgiveness as a tool for the victim's release of pain. And it is that, but more, it's much more than that. O'Shea and Mary have been given, they have given each other gifts that neither one of them would have had, have, 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 had without the miracle of forgiveness and enemy love. It happened because a long time ago, somebody said, and here's the last one. Somebody said, love, 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 your neighbor and love your enemy. And Jesus lived this out and he taught his disciples to live this out. No longer love your neighbor and hate your enemy. No longer. And in Mary and O'Shea's case, an enemy actually became a lean, 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 Okay, let me, 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 give you a couple practice hits. Can you give them a big hand? Good job. They sat there. Good job. Thanks. Love you guys. Okay, practical tips number one. Lewis, 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 Lewis,
and only to discover that the prisoner was you. Only to discover that the prisoner was you. Forgiveness is really hard. But when we choose to walk in it, we find freedom. And if you're, you're holding anger, bitterness, resentment in your heart towards somebody, 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 Right? And I don't know about you, but I've had to say time and time again, Jesus, I choose to forgive them for this. I, I say it out loud because I'm making a choice. Do I feel like saying that? that? No. But I make a choice. Jesus, I'm making a choice to forgive, and I'm verbally saying that to Jesus. Number two. Jesus went to the other 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 side. Who is your other? Take time to reflect and ask the Holy Spirit. Who is your other? Is it somebody that holds the opposite political view as you? Ding ding ding! Right. Is it someone who believes a different theological viewpoint than you? What is something that polarizes you from other people? Most likely, that is the other for you. Okay? So guess what we can do? We can say, Jesus, help, 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 bridge that gap. Who is the other? And simply by acknowledging this is the other in my life, the Holy Spirit will, will use that. Okay? And then ask the Holy Spirit, if this is the other, what do I do about that? And number three, think of one person that it feels like you hate. No, my wife and I were talking about this. We're like, does anybody really in the 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 feel like they hate others? And my answer was, I yes, okay, 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 okay. But then I wanted to find that, and so somebody that you dislike, somebody that you. If you could punch them, okay? Somebody that you just would like to yell at. Okay? That's the person most likely that you hate. And ask God to forgive you for that response towards them. And start praying for them. 
ask God to bless them and give you supernatural help towards them. Now, I want you to know it's okay to feel the tension and resistance. Most likely your heart 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 will feel tension and resistance especially as you start to pray for your enemy but guess what God will use it to bring freedom to you and he'll use it to change society Let's all stand together. Let's sing this song together. And during this song, here's what I'd love for you to ask yourself. And we're going to eat lunch in just a minute here. Ask yourself, what is the spirit of the living God speaking to me about today? What is it? What's there? What is the Holy Spirit unearthing in your heart right now? Together, 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 together